Hello, this is Black Country Blokes Chewing the Fat. Listen, listen, listen. I've been hearing a lot lately about men don't talk. But in my experience, men do talk, just people aren't listening. So it's going to be me and a group of blokes discussing our struggles and victories through life. Warning, there may be some bad language, so apologies to all the mums, especially on my own. Let's get going. Listen, listen, listen. I've been yeah, this is Black Country Blokes Tune the Fat with me, Kev Dillon, Lee Cadman, Craig Pinches, and we're joined again today by Andy Plant. All we're going to be talking about today is how tough it is being a dad. All four of us sat around here have got uh, got kids of our own. And I find, now I'm taking Jasmine to school, how different dads are treated to mums. And I think women are very clicky creatures anyway. And I find sometimes, because I'm one of life's chatters and I'll talk to anyone about anything, and sometimes they almost suspect that I'm up to no good. And like we we come back from Butlins and um, when I was there, like Jasmine was on a ride and you could fit other kids on there and I'd put a pound in and say, it's okay if she wants to jump on. And they'd, they'd look at me with a bit of disgust. And I want to know everyone else's theory on this. Do you, like, when, we, when we're there, do you feel like you're treated differently when you're out and about there in the park or at the baths? I, I, I don't think it's so much treated differently. It's you feel like you're being viewed differently. You know, like, like I think we spoke about it before. If a kid falls over in the park, mm. your natural instinct usually is to run over and say, you all right, mate, and whatever else. But you, you always think twice, especially in, you know what I mean, today's age. And I don't think that's necessarily how people are viewing it. I think that's, I don't know, maybe subconscious. Yeah, maybe that's subconsciously we, we, we scared of being viewed in a certain way. Well, I said I was at a pub the other day and Jasmine's four now. And we went to this pub and there was two feral kids <laughs> running around, bouncing over. And there's a about two-year-old was on this wall and fell over and crash, bang, wallop. Uh, and I didn't think, because I... Work because I run over, pick the kid up, and said, Are "You okay?" And had a little cut in his head, and went, "Go and get your mommy." And the mommy come out, and I was frightened of being told off, but at the same time, I had to make sure the child was okay. And I think sometimes we, the Good Samaritan from the Bible, would have been lynched nowadays, wouldn't they? <laughs> you know, what I mean, it's um, you're starving. May I give you some money? What do you want? Well, I'm cold. Have my coat. Why? And I think we've got to such a a dark time when we're, we're almost taught not to care about our brothers and sisters. And I think that will be the downfall of society. Mm. I don't know, we taught not to, taught not to care or we just... The problem is, uh, I think, is actually we're bombarded with news about stuff that's happening to children and then you automatically feel like if someone sees you around a kid, that's, that's what you're doing. Um, once say you're taught not to, because you do feel it, don't you? That's natural to go and feel and, and help that that kid up. So I think it's more now. It's you're more apparent about what's going on in the world. I think a lot of it is as well. Is I mean, we always bash social media. Every episode, I think we've had something to say about social media. But I think a lot of it is social media is because even though a lot of people they'll be all right with you there and then, they'll have something to say on social media. <laughs> whatever's just come up and pick mark it up off the floor without even asking and everyone boom then you've got a whole feed of hating on, on, on people that I'm showing the disrespect to pick it up off the floor so I think a lot of it is everyone's got something to say negative but if a mother does it 
it's acceptable, isn't it? Like when I'm with my mum, who's now a nanny, if something is wrong, she can go and do yeah. it. Whereas we look differently as being blokes. We was at um, Stratford upon Avon uh, last week. Took took the family there, and there was a kid on on you know like the the assault courses and that. And this kid had climbed to the top of like you know the, like the wall climbing things. Climbed to the top and he was, he was like crying. And I, I hadn't took any notice of him crying. Then this kid come over and says, "Can you can you get my friend down? He, he can't get down. He climbed up. You meant to go over and, and down the chains." And I thought, you know, so I had to climb up there. I said, "Put your arm round me." I think you know, I, I don't think I was thinking at all like that. I think it was because I went into action quick. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I got to the top of oh, I don't like heights myself, and it warmed my groin. I thought, "Can someone else get me?" <laughs> yeah, I've, got, I've got this decent sized kid like, hanging around my neck, and I've got to try and one arm. One arm comfortable now, and I like I managed to get down without falling, you know. <laughs> I fell off the finger and squedged the poor baby. <laughs> it does get quite scary when you're up there. I thought, I oh, know. <laughs> I'm just dribbling down your leg in chisok. <laughs> I don't think or feel like that at, at all, you know, but I do get, do get your point, you know, so, sometimes you do feel. So I do find there's a lot of double standards. Um, with how a woman is perceived and how a man is perceived. And there's just as many bad women out there and grandparents as there are blokes. But I think it's nice reporting on with bad women. Do you agree or...? I think sometimes when you see it's reporting on bad women, there's always a bloke standing behind them. You know what I mean? There's always, there's always a link to a man um, within it. You very rarely hear of just a woman's done something bad well you you you, you like hear of deadbeat dads and, and whatever else and yeah it's very rare you about the mom the mom side of it so maybe that's where that perspective comes from and i, I don't know how, how that's that's playing out in, in today's age you know we, we see women as more maternal creatures and you know the more caring well some are i've met some real bad mothers through being up here and they're um they're hooked on heroin or they're an alcoholic or they will put their partner in front of their child. You know what I mean? Uh, I won't pick Jasmine up because Kevin doesn't like it. And we see it in blokes and it, it's projected more as um, deadbeat dads. But I, I've known relationships where one day the mum and dad have split up and she or he is just dropped off at his dad's doorstep and never they've never made a phone call to see if they're all right so they, they, there is this out there but i think it's more projected onto the blokes who are often the wrong ones and i think there is as much good and there is as much bad in both genders however the males are projected as being the worst ones mm. any thoughts on this and <laughs> <laughs> It's all right. I, I tend to put people on the spot. This is what I do. <laughs> I think with every yin, there's a yang, and I think, um, as you say, media has a lot to do with it. And I think we're conditioned to think women are the fairer sex. And at the moment, what I'm seeing with the women of um, the 2000s, they're not they're not very womanly at all. <clears throat> they're off fighting and glassing and astraining each other and getting off their nut, just as much as the blokes. 
I feel like um, and we're waiting for him to come home. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have to put my gum shield in everything case we're back. <laughs> but now I think you know it, it is. Uh, it's important to note that we understand that the difference between the sexes and and the stereotypes of the sexes. But I, I don't know. Like I think being a man's the toughest part, and I don't care what woman's going to hate on me for saying that. Have you ever took a piddle you're, with cold hands? Right, <laughs> being a man, being a man is hard. Never mind being a dad. <laughs> and I think, as we we've often said on this show, the amount of guilt, and this is. Um, no one warns you when you're going to be a parent. The amount of guilt you feel, because uh, you want to work to provide, then you want to do this and you want to do that. And no matter what you do, I work so hard to give you the the money, but then I don't get to see you play. Mm. Or it's a lifetime of feeling guilt, isn't it? And then it's also a lifetime of being worried. Like my little girl just started primary school, and then it'll be secondary school, and then when she leaves and. My dad said, he goes, you just worry about different things as your kids grow up. Like mine's four, how old are yours? I've got one that's one and one that's seven. You know, two, two completely different kids. <laughs> two, I'll, I'll worry about, see, with Troy the oldest, he, he's very more laid back and very easy going. Whereas Romy, his nickname is Rady. So that, <laughs> that tells you exactly the kind of person he is. And I said to you before, you know, it's been hard. No, it's, it's like me and his mum, work, we work really well together, you know what I mean, good cop, bad cop sometimes, but best friends, we don't really, don't really treat them like, we're your parents, you, you know, you look up to us for commands and whatever else, we, we're sort of on a level with our kids, but with Troy, you know, we both fought, got this in the bag, <laughs> Roman's called second kid, we got this in the bag, and he, he shocked us both, and, and me, like, being... Feeling like that old traditional way that it's me that's got to teach him how to be a man, you know what I mean? Like, I start thinking, yes, I've mastered this. And then <laughs> Roman comes along as a completely different kid, and I have to start parenting again from scratch. You know, his, his mum's his mum, like, the, the, she's she's very loving and, and maternal towards him, sort of to the same level, but me. I sort of try and adopt different principles to try and put the the lesson of man across. And he's a challenging one, that one is. Well, in it, from, they come from the same lines, from the same house, <laughs> and they can be so god different. Chalk and cheese. Yeah, I've got, I've got two girls. Um, mine are 11 and 14. Uh, and the issue that I struggle with is, is being the understanding dad, you know, because, because I am the dad, the masculine, <laughs> the alpha uh, and the, the the feminine emotional type I, I struggle to sort of you know, comprehend what they're going on about half the time and um, you know quite so often get yeah quite often the wife's like you need to be more patient and more understanding and so but you've yeah. never been a girl no that's <laughs> quite, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that lifelong mystery of, of the you know complications with, with the female and male you know interactions and like you People are all said to me, you look lucky you got two boys. I used to think, a child's a child, but the more I see people with just girls in there, I start to, I'm lucky. You know <laughs> I, I started seeing exactly what yeah. they mean. So, well, one of my good friends, Nymphonic, he used to be a, a doorman and all this, and he says, because um, he had a boy, and he says, Kev, I hope you have a girl. I went, why the fuck would you wish that on me, bruv? <laughs> and he goes, the day that your baby doesn't come and give you a kiss goodnight breaks your heart, because she will always love you as a daddy. And that, that stuck in my mind through that. 
But on about the difference between men and women, my uh, friend Nick Davis, who's been on here lots now, he's a good good old friend, NLP practitioner, he says, men think on logic, women think on emotion. And he goes, that's why we can't always see eye to eye, because yeah. we all think, that needs doing, so I will tell you how to do it. A woman goes, I will show you how I feel about the situation. And I think that's, our, that's why we why we butt heads all the time. Mm-hmm. And we've all just smiled and nodded each other on that one. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> Tails is goddamn. You know what? Shout out to Nick on that one because that makes a lot of sense. That does. You're not saying on the more logical one out of the two. <laughs> you know, um, when you look back at some of your arguments and they're going, well, why? And you go, well, it's because she's. No, you don't understand. I'm going, I do. She said this and you said that. That's the problem. <laughs> you know, you know where the proof of that is? Is whenever she's emotional. I'm logical enough to get the car to that. Should that, I run the bath? <laughs> My dad just proves it. Oh, shout out to Nick on that one. Anyway, who's Nympho Nick? Nympho Nick's a good Did he earn that name? That's all yeah, that's what, that was his old, uh, his old name. <laughs> Nympho Nick, God bless him. But, yeah, I mean, we, 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 all, we all see ourselves as, as being... I think it's tough, I suppose. Like, as, a, as a man, we're more always going to have arguments as to why we feel we got it tougher and, you know what I mean, why we feel we're viewed in a certain way and as females, they're going to have their perspective and you sort of compromise with each other and just don't mention it. Don't bring it up. Don't bring it up because I think we'd outrun the podcast trying to discuss the, <laughs> the intricacies of that debate. Maybe a women's point of view on this next time with uh, Kev on his own interviewing. Yeah, from a distance. From a distance. Over the phone, either one you can go over the phone rather than sit next to him because... Have you find having two teenage girls or almost teenage at 111, 114. I don't find it. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite trying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as I said, you've got to have the patience of a saint sometimes. But um, yeah, it's great. I mean, that, that's still that's still loving. They still want me around yeah. uh, at the moment. Yeah. So yeah, it's 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 good. It's rewarding. But um, it is different. I mean, I've got uh, two girls and a boy, and actually, uh, Alfie is totally different. Like you was mentioned earlier, giving you a kiss at night, you can't get near him. No one can. Yeah. No one can get near him for anything like that. He's just totally cut off from all that. And it is totally different. You know, it's. Uh, was it you? Someone said that. Was it you? Said it's Aaron who said about the boys, boys want the affection when they're. Up to like, I think it's six or seven. Mm. And then the girls want the affection afterwards. Yeah. And yeah, it was Aaron that said it, wasn't it? So we're almost taught as boys, even though we want cuddles off mommy and daddy, and yeah. we're taught not to be that way. And Aaron was only mentioned to me, and I never realised that, but we feel like we should have the gun and we should have the wrestling. And I mean, boys do wrestle. Like, you see all animals, the boys are always running around and biting each other's ears. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a damn pen's net, that. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we're almost taught not to be loving and not to have the boo boos and, and the kisses and, and the cuddles. Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably school, isn't it? I think a lot of it might be natural as well, though. You know, we, we, we have our natural instincts as male and female, and our own. Like our dispositions and that are, are sometimes natural. A lot of it is programmed, isn't it? But we do, we do naturally act in a certain way, don't we? Is it programmed into, or is it just 
centuries have been that way. Well, what, one thing I did, see, I saw a documentary about monkeys, and they, they put some dollies down and some um, cars down. The boys were naturally more interested in the wheels and how the car worked, whereas the girl monkeys were more playing with the babies and nurturing. So you're comparing women to monkeys? Well, boys, I don't know. <laughs> well, that's it, fuck, you know, I'm on the gallows now. I won't be here next week, I'll be dangling from a concretary. <laughs> All the women around so me. So next week, it's going to be black country blokes chewing the fat. What, be... Well, kids getting flogged. <laughs> I can't wait for this one to <laughs> but, but what we were saying about monkeys, and like, as you're saying, is it program or is it nature? I think there are certain things we're drawn to, as in... Boys might like the more the mechanical, the wheels, whereas the girl monkeys like the babies. So maybe that is true. I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to ask an expert about it. Maybe when Nick next comes in, we'll ask him because there's got to be studies on it. I'd have thought so. Yeah. But I do think a lot of I think some is nurture and some is nature yeah. with anything. How you can have two people in the same area, like if you had two twins and you separate them, one went to this house, which is loving, and the other one went to this house that wasn't, would they have grown up to be? The same, you know what I mean? I think it's highly unlikely, isn't it? I'm very time, unlikely. Time get but no, then you get the mixed bag. Uh, I know people from, from my, my childhood who grew up in, in an abusive relationship, you know, whether dad was alcoholic or whatever, um, and the one grew up to be completely off the rails, uh, and the other grew up to be a really decent, you know, human being. Mm. So, how is that possible? So how you react to situations. Uh, I think then you're talking about it. how uh, your makeup as you're born, aren't you? Yeah. To how you react to what's happening around you. So it's someone might be just be naturally more destructive. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's in you, isn't it? and it, mm. I suppose, like you say, all you do is nurture the nature. I suppose if yeah, it's naturally, yeah. if it's naturally that's, in you, yeah, you know. I, I know of I know of at least two or three instances. I know two people at least, and and their dads who. The mums disappeared from the kids, and they they raised the three children. I think it's three, and the other guy had five children. They raised them on their own, and they stuck by them, and they raised them as a single parent. Now, like what, what's crazy about that is if if you say, "Oh, it's only got one parent to tell," say, "Where's the dad?" dad. Yeah, and you think like naturally, people think that. There's only one parent at home. Naturally, they think it's the mum, mm-hmm. which I think is crazy. But it can work with, you know, my daddy. He, his mum died when he was five or just turned five. You know what I mean? In the sixties, and he was right eight of them. I think it was was raised by my granddad. You know, so it is possible for a man. We can multitask, and we can carry out certain tasks. You know, but it is possible for children to grow up. You know, with level heads on them, even if it was just a dad raised them, Pro- yeah. probably more so because he takes the emotion out and they just work with logic, according to <laughs> 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 The bloke deserves a medal, five kids on his own. <laughs> my, my grand, I think, I think there was eight, eight of my dad. Eight. You know what I mean? So, like, my granddad raised them. Yeah, yeah. it was the sixties and the seventies, so they had sort of a tough. He raised them up tough, you know what I mean? He, he, there'd be a line of kids outside to hear him talk, and they'd have to, my granddad would look to see which one of his kids was going to go out and fight the next one in line. You know what I mean? If they go out and fight the next one in line, pens, netball, and bread, worry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Then they go battering off him. Sometimes they go battering off the kid, and then if they lost, they go battering off the dad anyway. But he, he was a good dad, so you know I know it's a generational difference, but it's still possible for a man to be 
to be capable and I think that like how you said how we're viewed completely different I suppose that ties into of it of course knowing that thinking that bloody hell you think we are capable I mean I'll be honest call me what you want bad dad whatever I've only ever changed one shitty nappy in my kids that was Troy he, he, he's seven now one shitty nappy maybe three pissy ones and none of Romans you know what I mean? I'm, I'm probably capable. I just don't like smells. I, I did. <laughs> you know? I, I used to do it. Um, I'll tell you a funny story on red shitty smells. We, 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 <laughs> no, we, we, we have me cat, Scylla, little black cat, Scylla Black. And um, she used to have a litter tray. And when Kate was pregnant, when we were expecting jazz, uh, Kate couldn't clean it. And it was the first time I'd have cleaned litter box. And to anyone who hasn't got a cat, it stinks, man. Cat shit is horrible. <laughs> and I, I went in, and I was trying to clean it. As <laughs> I cleaned it, I vomit all over my own arm. <laughs> so I've got cat shit in my hand. My vomit all over my arm. And I'm sprinting from the living room, leaking shit and vomit. <laughs> However, when it was my babbies, I was, I was all right. You know, I was all right for jazz. You know, because it's about... You do it because you love her. And I, what you were saying about when um, your granddad lost his partner, I think we are so resilient in no matter what. If someone said, um, you're going to have eight kids, and by the way, after the eighth one, your partner's going to die, well, what are you going to do? You go, either I'm having a snip or I'm not. But when, when, it, when it happens, it's amazing what we're capable as human beings. I think, again, it comes down to not having a choice. You're not having a choice. Well, well there is a choice. There is, but it's you walk away from yeah, it or you deal with it. Again, but that speaks to, me, to the love. Choice. That yeah. speaks to the spirit of a person, I suppose, and, and the connection. My dad's a family man, you know, mm. and it's probably come from that. Someone said to me once, said, Your dad, you know, send him your love. Because uh, he, he went through, even, even now, but he went through a really ill time uh, when he lost love. Someone said, Send him my love. He said, I know your dad gave him a Sunday dinner surrounded by all of his kids and grandkids and he's happy as a pig in shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he is, and I suppose that's come from my granddad knowing that he stayed. Obviously my auntie helped him, she, she passed away now as well, but she helped him. So she was the motherly figure, but it was my granddad that sort of raised him. So it speaks to the love and the bond that you have. So we can all make excuses and say, that's going to be hard, man. I don't want to be part of that. I can't do that. I can't do that. Or you say, you know what? This is going to be hard, but I love them kids. They're mine. Yeah. I don't want to stand by them and, 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 and see it through. <clears throat> it speaks to the spirit of a person, you know. And like I say, it's nurturing the nature. If you're naturally an abandoner or someone that says, you know, take my problem, yeah. you know, that, that circumstance is just going to nurture and, and just amplify that, you know. So, be. We're more good people, us men. Yeah. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say all men. I've met a few uh, unsavoury characters in my time. But it's just a circle of friends. Well, that's just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the shit attracts uh, shit. <laughs> but I think that's going to leave us today, gang. Once again, thank you very much for coming on, Andy. There's a, a saying you just said, um, Craig, as we were off air. The ifs and buts on. Ifs and buts. This is courtesy of my friend Dave. If ifs and buts were apples and nuts, we'd never starve. Until next week, gang. Turn out of it. Listen, listen, listen. And that's a wrap for another show. But if there are any comments or messages that you'd like us to read out for our next podcast, please be in touch. There are also lots of different organisations at the bottom of this page, and hopefully they can help you 
or someone you care about. Please share this to spread the word. Until we talk next time, ta a bit. Listen, listen, listen.